0: Hi, guys. I'm so glad that you decided to tune in today. Thank you so much for listening in to Finding Her Voice. This podcast was created to comfort, inspire, uplift, and allow others to know that they are capable of defying the odds. Your voice has a purpose in the earth. Your voice matters. Today, I have a special treat for you. We have our very first guest. This lady is not unheard of to many, but when I think of her, I think of three words. Those words are integrity, loving, loving optimistic, and I already said integrity, so please welcome Lady Nicole Woods. Lady Woods is married to Bishop Jonathan Woods Sr., and they have two beautiful beautiful children. She serves as the co-pastor at All Nations Church Fairfield. She's a virtuous woman, and I'm always inspired by her, her zeal and knowledge of and for God. Y'all, this lady is truly powerful and one of God's gifts to the earth. Okay, so with that being said, guys, we're going to go ahead and chime on in. So today we'll be talking about the power within your hands. One day I was lying in bed and I was uh, just waking up from a nap and I began to uh, stretch and I lifted my hands. And as I lifted my hands, I began to think about lifting my hands to God. And and as I also thought about that, I thought about the power that we all possess within our hands and and what does it mean to really um, possess that power? And so, I was also thinking of the gift that God has given me to write. Many times God has gifted us and we don't even realize that we must use our hands to perfect the gift. So, Lady Woods, thank you so much for tuning in and for joining um, today with me and, and for being in this space. Um, I want to start off by asking you a question. And that question is, what do you think it takes for a person to realize that they possess power? And how can they utilize the power that they possess?
1: One of the first ways to actually acknowledge that you have power, um, I think we've discussed this before, but is knowing who you are. Um, if you are a millionaire, um, if your parents were millionaires and you've been left a large inheritance, but you don't know it, then you lack the ability to move. Um, through the earth be it to make purchases or to finance dreams because you lack the knowledge so one of the first things is knowing who you are. Um, secondly, I would say that we, we have to know who we are, but we then have to know whose we are. Mm-hmm. That we are uh, the king's kids, if you will, as right. believers. That as believers, we are uh, uh, we possess an inheritance that our father has given us. Mm-hmm. So he's given us so many things, but knowing who you are, but also knowing whose you are is the first two steps, I would say, into it being able to move in the earth with power and be able to utilize what you have.
0: Right. I agree with that. That is definitely um, essential in our walk as believers. And, um, you know, even if you identify yourself as an unbeliever, it's still um, a great thing to be able to realize that that you have power and that you have authority. Um in uh, you know, in a role in your own life that you're able to play that role in your life. And so um, I totally agree with all of that, Lady Woods. Um, it's important to know who you are and whose you are, and especially when you are a believer um and you believe in God, you must know and you must recognize and realize that you are a child of God, and because you are are a child of God. God has, has given you privileges. God has given you promises. God has given you access to many things that are in this earth, whether or not you realize it. But sometimes we have to just take a moment to reflect and realize that we do have power. Absolutely. Um, so I would also like to ask you, um, what what do you think it takes for for one to truly um, walk into the power that they possess.
1: Um, it's an, it's a, not a big word, but it's a word that many people shun. And that word is going to be submission. Okay. You know, uh, a lot of times, um, and we're talking about inheritance. Um, there are people who put stipulations on inheritance, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. So you got to finish high school or Mm -hmm. once you enter into college and then it may be the step of getting married and Mm -hmm. the inheritance is then passed on, be it an inheritance or a trust. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the thing is, is that in order to be able to really utilize what God has put in your hands, submission is a must. We see that even in the natural effect with parents and children, right? Right. If if you do this, I'll do that. No, you can't take your car because you uh you you didn't you miss curfew mm-hmm. or you didn't make an A in school or you were on right. your phone all night. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in order to really be able to possess everything and, and you know, and if you look at it from a, a spiritual aspect, Uh, Mm -hmm. We must be submitted to God. But most people don't realize we're all submitted in some form or another. You know, you have that job and they have a point system. You show up so many times, like then you get wrote up. Mm -hmm. After so many write-ups, you get fired. You get terminated. And so uh, many people think that's such an ugly and a a nasty word. But we all are submitted in some shape, form, or fashion. And so... The scripture tells us that if we're willing Mm -hmm. and obedient, Mm -hmm. we shall eat the good of the land. And that's one thing is submit, submit, submit. If -hmm. your wife, submit to your husband. If Mm -hmm. you're single, submit to the process. Submit and commit yourself fully to God. If you're not even a believer, you Mm -hmm. know, if you have dreams, goals, it's cause and effect. If -hmm. you're not submitted to that vision or that dream that you have, if you're not committed to the process, what do you do? You give up throwing the towel Mm -hmm. and you never will see that dream come to fruition. Yes. If you quit too early, so I say, submit to the process. Okay. Uh, know that there are great things out there for you. Mm-hmm. That God has given us a hope and a future. He's yeah. promised us and expected in. But in order to get there, you know, it's it's not just a promise alone, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is. Um, it is. So what I would like to consider almost a contract agreement mm-hmm. if you do this I'll do that Right. And so I say all in a nutshell submit submit submit
0: Okay, I totally agree. That is a great point. And sometimes, um, guys, submitting can be a hard, it can be a hard thing. And sometimes it's not even that it's a hard thing. Sometimes it's the fact that we make it hard. Sometimes we may know that we need to submit, but we may not want to do it. And, you know, um, that can go from a natural perspective to um, a spiritual perspective. Um, you know, sometimes there are some things that God has told us to do. And and we may we may feel that, yes, God, I know I should do this, but we may we may not want to totally surrender to that thing, but until we surrender to that thing, we're, we're still going to be walking in disobedience. We're still not going to even possibly see the fruition of what we desire to see come to pass. So I do feel as if submission is a key thing in, in many things. And I like the fact that you, pointed out that um, it can it can tie into, you know, uh, work related things um, business matters, and just different life matters in general, you know, parents with their children, husbands to their with their wives, um, and just everything in, in general, because it all does um, tie down to that one word, um, as you already said, and that word is, uh, you know, submit and submission. So that is definitely um, key. So lady, what do you think uh, makes it so hard for us to be able to submit at times?
1: Um... We're fighting with our own will. You know, sometimes submitting, we're looking for instant gratification Mm -hmm. opposed to committing to a process that may not give gratification now. It may come on down the road, like that college student. You know, you're in school, you don't see (laughs) the end result Mm -hmm. that first day as a freshman. Yes. You know, you could could get to that sophomore, that junior year, and you still don't see what you want to see. But it's committing to the process and that if I do this now, there right. is greater coming for me later. Mm-hmm. And there are people who have the skill set to do what you do, but because they don't have the degree, mm-hmm. they can't make the money that you make.
0: Yes, and totally. And so
1: I say, you know, we we have to throw out that mindset of instant gratification. We live in the right now generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything is at our fingertips. Yes. Our cell phones, the right. internet. Um, we have microwave dinners. You know, everything's quick, fast, fast food, restaurants, <laughs> yes. whatever. Or I can do to make it easy for me. Right. Um, and then the sad part about what comes easy is usually mm-hmm. the most unhealthy thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't want to go to school. I want to chill and relax. <laughs> I want to party. But then, 15 years later when Mm -hmm. I'm having to clock in making minimum wage at a job that I hate then it's Mm -hmm. like I wish I had stayed in school you know um, fast food oh it's quick it's fast Mm -hmm. it tastes really good but then we're fighting obesity and different health issues because hey what we wanted was instant instead of saying hey I probably need to put this roast in the crock pot I Uh need to put these beans in the (laughs) crock pot because that's going to be healthy and it saves us money (laughs) But it's a process, you know, and so I say... Uh, one thing that hinders us the most is mm-hmm. the, the desire for instant gratification. Yes. People don't want to wait on it. I want to shoot to the top first. Right. And when I get the job and they don't put me in in the BP position, uh-huh. I don't have the corner office. Right. Because I, I don't I don't like this and God has called me the greater. And I'm supposed to be better. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Yes. But there's a process to everything. Mm-hmm. Some things are not going to be instant. Mm-hmm. We have to wait. You know, uh, be it if you're if you're a believer or if you're not a believer. Yes. Some things require us to just wait it out, right, right. (laughs) stick through the process Mm -hmm. and know that if you work hard now, you can play even harder later.
0: Right, and that is so good, lady, because I can honestly admit to wanting to have instant gratification. (laughs) Even right now, I am a college student, I'm a senior, and I'm so ready to be done. And it has been (laughs) a process, so I cannot wait. Um, (laughs) But you made a key point, you know, when you talked about being so much older and actually, you know, maybe having to clock in to a job and actually making that minimum wage. And I actually uh, had an interview today and I was talking uh, to this lady whose um, her, her desire is to uh, build her, have her own have To have her own school built and we were talking about how our society doesn't really offer too many uh just like trade school opportunities and just um you know different different things that people can do in general you know some of those things could include uh, maybe photography maybe culinary school all of these different schools because honestly you i'm pretty sure you all have um, heard the saying that college isn't for everyone and so some people literally do have skills and talents but but they don't have the finances to actually go to college. They may not want to, um, you know, get into debt. They may, they may have not coming out of a family who can help support them. Um, or they may just not wanna take those core classes that you take almost all of your life, you know? Um, <laughs> people get tired of taking those, but like you said, there's still a, there's still a blessing in the wait. And if you wait, you will, you will see greater for your life. You know, um, even, you know, that doesn't even just tie into school that just ties into, you know, whatever it may be. Um, so there's, there's many, there's many, uh, blessings in, in waiting for God and, and waiting on God to fulfill the the promises that, um, you desire to see come to pass. So, um, I would also like to just, um, ask you what what do you think um the word how do you think the word power um differentiates uh when it comes to a natural aspect and a spiritual aspect um in life um
1: i think there there that's a great question when you look at power in the natural most people are looking to just have most people are just looking to have um position mm-hmm. fame mm-hmm. wealth mm-hmm. and that's okay but the power in the natural will fade you right know? um as you age your body deteriorates mm-hmm. you know i could go live god forbid i can't but just just use your imagination, I can lift a 100 pounds, well, I'm sure 20 years from now, I probably won't be able to lift that much Mm -hmm. I get out 20 years uh, 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 prior, I can hop out of bed and just have all the energy in the world, now I get up and sit on the edge of the bed (laughs) for about 10-15 minutes before I get started, Uh because everything in this world, it dissipates with time, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like having, the fashion's in the 80's and then it's like don't nobody wear it <laughs> you know but even if they start wearing that style again they uh-huh. revamped it to right. be suitable right for today, mm-hmm. and so everything fades. Um, yes. Even if it repeats itself, there's still a season for everything. Mm-hmm. But having supernatural power mm-hmm. is sustaining power. Right, it's power that lasts. Right. It's power that goes beyond anything I can see on this earth. It's power right. to be able to speak into nothing yes. and cause something to come forth. Mm-hmm. It is power. Um, when even when Jesus said, He said, "If if if you you have power in your mouth, you can mm-hmm. speak to this mountain to be removed mm-hmm. and cast." into the sea Mm -hmm. you can take that same power and speak to the tree the sycamore tree and tell it to be plucked up by the root you know and so that that is sustaining right um and i could be 80 and i could still speak those same things that's sustaining power and so uh naturally you know uh It will fade. My strength, my ability will fade. Mm -hmm. But what I have in my mouth, what I feed myself Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. um, biblically, what I feed myself even with knowledge, that is sustaining. There are people who even, we know Albert Einstein because he was a genius. Right. I mean, he had knowledge. And so he left a legacy in the earth Mm -hmm. that said, while he's dead and gone the knowledge and his ability still stands every mm-hmm. great inventor we take what they've done in times past and it lives on and it's not so much that even you thomas edison and all those others yes they've perfected what they've done mm-hmm. and so it didn't stay the same way it grew and it evolved even today and so i would just say the difference is Is that what we see here and the now? It will fade. Right. Someone will add on to it. Someone's name will become great. Right. Start invention, Mm -hmm. and somebody else will keep adding on to it. But um, I think the songwriter said it best. "Best Only what you do for Christ will last. Those things are sustaining. That's the supernatural. Yes. I don't trust in the universe. I know some will. Yes. You know, I don't pray to a tree. I know some will. Right. I don't pray to a cow or an animal. Yes. I know some will. Mm-hmm. But I know that the God that I serve, he right. sits outside of time. He sits mm-hmm. outside of the universe. Mm-hmm. And before I ever was, he was. And he's given me that power to be able to declare a thing. Yeah. See it
0: manifest. Yes. Well that was that was so good. That was a great response. Um that is totally so true. And when you, um, you know, said the fact that uh everything um on this earth is, you know, temporal, um and it's you know, it's not permanent, I begin to think of the scripture um, in the book of Ecclesiastes that says, um, you know, to to everything there is a season and a time um, and purpose, um, I think, under the heaven, um, if I'm not mistaken. And that scripture just goes to say so much, and um, I actually have a fig tree in my backyard. And, and there there was one time um, a couple of years ago, I was just, I was feeling like there was just so much changing in, in my life, and I, I pulled up at, at the house, and I was just in the car, and I just began to cry, and then I, I looked at the tree, and you know, I saw the leaves looking I saw the leaves changing colors on the tree, and I saw, you know, some of the branches didn't have leaves, and God just reminded me that this is a different season for you, that this is a new season, and so we must realize that that everything isn't, isn't permanent. Your, your now may not be your forever. You know, there's, there's temporary situations. Your circumstance right now may seem hard, but you can get through it. Your, your situation may seem ha- hard, but you can get through it. The trial may seem like it's, like it's not ending, but you can get through it. And so, like you said, it's definitely power in in realizing that, that power, that there's, um, That the power of life and death lies within your tongue, within your very own tongue. So you have the ability to speak that thing. Like you said, you can, you can declare greater. Um, You know, it may not look like greater. And there's a scripture that says, for what a man seeth, what does he yet hope for? You may not see it, but you can choose to believe it. And if you choose to believe it, that can change your, your whole perspective about the whole, the whole thing, whatever that thing may be. Um, So it's, it's definitely great to realize, um, you know to everything, there is a season and, and that things are temporary, you know, even when, when you don't know what's next. And so, uh, lady, I, w- I want to ask you, um, how do you, how do you, uh, truly walk in in knowing that, that God has given you power? How, do, how do you not walk um, without confidence. Um, tell us how, how do you walk with, with confidence and knowing that you have power? One is,
1: um, I'm not dependent on me, right? Mm -hmm. Like I know Nicole better than anybody else knows Nicole. I know where I fall short. I know, um, I know what I know and what I don't know. I know with a surety, I don't know it. Right. Um, I, I know my failures, I know where I may be uneasy at. Uh-huh. And so, and I say all that to say that because I know me best, I know that the power is not mine. Mm-hmm. So I'm not dependent on my own. Right. So if it was me and I had to depend on the code. I wouldn't be so confident. Yes. <laughs> but I know that I'm dependent on God and mm-hmm. I know He never fails. Right. I know He doesn't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Even if there's something I prayed for and it didn't come to pass, I have to step away from the situation and say, Nevertheless, not right. my will, but thy will be done. Yes. You know, and so I know that whatever He decides, mm-hmm. that's His decision. Mm-hmm. So I didn't fail
0: mm-hmm. and I know
1: God didn't fail. Mm-hmm. So I'm confident and I can be confident in the power because I know it's not
0: my own right I know it's not my own right and that's that's beautiful that's that's so key realizing that your life is not in your hands realizing that we are not in control and um you know sometimes I just reflect upon things sometimes when I'm just thinking about how I may be trying to get something done and I just have to take a moment to really say God this is your life these are your hands this is your mind this is your body this is not mine I'm not in control and so when I when I began to think about that, I um I just began to think about the the goodness of the goodness of the Lord and um you know all of all of his promises, but I also began to think about Multiple people in the Bible that that walked in fear, that that were scared to actually step out. You know, um, man, um, not man. Uh, sorry, Moses was a man of stammering lips, and when God told him to go speak unto the people, he was fearful, and he said, God, how are these, how are these people gonna hear me? I'm a man of stammering lips, and God said, you know what, Moses, I got you. Like your your brother Aaron can be your spokesman. When you think of Jeremiah, you think about. Um you know the scripture says that before he was formed in the womb that God had already ordained him to be a prophet unto the nations but yet Jeremiah Jeremiah was still somewhat afraid and God told him that he didn't have to be dismayed and fearful of their faces But you go and you proclaim what I told you to proclaim unto the people And there's just so many instances where people were fearful But but God still ended up showing himself mighty and one particular one specific thing that I think about um one one particular person is uh is Jonah because you know he caught himself running you know he, he was like okay like I'm about to get away God you're not gonna make me you know go here and and yet he ended up you know swallowed on up you know and as soon as as soon as God got him out of that place he's he decided and he knew without a shadow of a doubt that he had to go walk into what it was that God was calling him to do so I definitely definitely feel as if um that, you know, we, like you said, we can't do anything, um, with our own strength, you know, and it's, it's vital to realize that, that our life is, is not our own. So thank you so much, Lady Woods, for joining in and, um, you know, just talking to us and, you know, just answering some questions about the power within our hands. Guys, we do have power. God has given us power. And, you know, one scripture that I really like, um, is, is, uh, Acts 1 verse 8. And it says, um, you know, that ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Um, and you know, the the book of Acts is just so powerful and it, and it talks about, you know, God just filling, uh, people with, with his spirit. And it says, you know, that, um, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, and, and you shall be delivered and it and it says that your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams, and all my servants and all my handmaids will I pour out my spirit in the last days, so guys you you can You can believe that you do have power because God has all power and because God is our creator. He has given us dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air. Once again, Lady Woods, thank you so much. Is there anything else that you would like to say?
1: No, not at all. Um, I just want to say thank you for having me. It has been a real privilege and an honor. it that acts one and eight when he talks about you should be witnesses unto me Mm -hmm. you know that's the key is that we're just witnesses we're just vessels and Mm -hmm. so I pray that everyone that will hear this and everyone that will share it that you understand and know that you are loved you're loved by many but most importantly you're loved by
0: God yes yes that is so key thank you lady for those words and guys I definitely hope that you will tune back in and Continue to listen to Finding Her Voice. You have a voice, my friend. Have a blessed day.